At Urban Farm Podcast, we are all about education, and April is Foliar Feeding Month. Have you heard of it? It is a super simple application of spraying liquid organic fertilizer on your trees and garden plants. The leaves, branches, and trunks are incredible at absorbing nutrients. And if your soil isn't great or your pH is off, foliar feeding is a quick and long-lasting fix to get your plants the nutrients they need. Want to learn more? Join us for our free online webinar on how to apply this amazing process to your gardens and fruit trees. Visit urbanfarm.org to sign up. That's urbanfarm.org. Greetings, urban farmers, gardeners, and healthy food visionaries. Farmer Greg here, and welcome to the 613th episode of the Urban Farm Podcast, where every day we work together to educate and inspire you to become part of your food revolution. Today is Farmer Friday, a quick tidbit for growing your garden. Each episode will feature less than 10 minutes or so of essential content for growing your garden. And some episodes, we will answer your questions. If you have one, send it to questions at urbanfarm.org. Today, we're talking with Christina Hunter with the Live Well Green podcast about permaculture's benefits and connecting us with nature. Enjoy. Welcome back, Christina. Thanks so much, Greg. I'm delighted to be here. Oh my gosh. And it's always a delight to connect with you. Thank you for being here. So I'm a longtime advocate of permaculture, which I like to call the art and science of working with nature. And you want to share a bit today about how permaculture connects us with nature. So go. You know what? I love that you're so into permaculture because there are so many benefits to it not just for the soil and for the ecosystems that we're trying to restore, Mm -hmm. but also for us, for our bodies. And I think that's sometimes lost in the discussion around these things that we actually do benefit from spending time with and connecting with nature. And it's so interesting because I think a lot of us have felt that before, you know, just intuitively, you know, I, I need to feel better and I'm going to go work in my garden or something like that. But it turns out the science is catching up and brain science has been so interested in this stuff. So there's a concept called forest bathing that came out of Japan. And I'm not sure if you've heard of that before. It's called what? Forest bathing. Oh, I haven't. That sounds like interesting though. It is. It is. Well, it doesn't actually involve any bath, but it involves immersing us ourselves in the forest. And the Japanese have been uh, studying this and doing it for, you know, decades and even um, hundreds of years. But they've been studying it and the science behind it for many decades already now. Interesting. And it turns out that when we immerse ourselves in nature, the chemicals that we're exposed to do really good things for us. Mm, And it shows that it actually can measurably reduce our anxiety and reduce stress. And it decreases our blood pressure and our heart rate comes down. And this improves our ability to manage pain. And it actually improves our ability to manage different mood disorders and so on. And so the science is really exciting and interesting. There's one certain bacterium that's found in the soil called Mycobacterium vaccae. And it wow. turns out it's in, thought of as a natural antidepressant. It helps. I've heard that before. Yeah. Right? Yes. It stimulates serotonin production in our body. And that's the happy chemical in our brains, right? It helps us feel less stressed and Mm -hmm. happier. 
And it's also involved in digestive enzyme release and blood vessel constriction and mood regulation. So the lack of serotonin we know is linked to a variety of physical and mental health issues, including depression, anxiety, obsessive compulsive disorder and Mm -hmm. bipolar disorder and irritable bowel syndrome and so on. So I'm not saying that we can heal all of that here, but we definitely know that there are some benefits and they're real and they're measurable from spending time in nature. This is a thing. I just, uh, I just typed in forest bathing into the search engine. It says forest bathing, a retreat to nature can boost your immunity and mood. This is an NPR article from a couple of years ago. And the author says, when my my, my editors asked me to report on forest bathing, I packed a swimsuit, assuming it must be getting wet. <laughs> right. <laughs> she said, it turns out my interpretation was too literal. And she met certified forest therapy guide, Melanie yeah. Chaukas Bradley, and several other women who'd come along for an adventure. Yeah. Wow. I'm getting chills as we share this. Well, it makes perfect sense to connect with nature. Right? It's really exciting. The the science is catching up, I think, to what we know instinctively, what feels right to us. Mm -hmm. And there's been like really exciting research. I I do some work in the green building space and there's a lot of advocacy for just having a view of nature, you know, from indoors. It turns out there's measurable benefits from that, from just seeing green space. You can have measurable increased productivity. Kids do better on their school tests and we have reduced anxiety and you can even heal faster from a surgery. Wow. So it's really exciting. So I I love permaculture as a way to connect us with nature. It gets us outdoors and it gets us our hands in the dirt, in the soil, contacting mm-hmm. those positive microbes. I mean, they're not all positive, trust me, you know, you can still get an infection, but there are good ones in the soil as well. And then it also helps us to just pay attention to nature. And I think that's a big part of permaculture, right? It's about observation, being mindful, right? Yes, observing and really immersing yourself in the cycles and the rhythms and being present there with the location that you're, you're wanting to grow in. And that's really important because it gets us into the moment and it helps us to be mindful and present with nature and then with ourselves. And it also brings us back to remembering that we're part of nature. I think sometimes, you know, in, in my field where we talk about the environment, it's often a box that we check off, you know, right. it's something outside of our lives, right? It's like, oh, I'll do this and I'll recycle and okay, I'll have a garden and, and so on. But there's, there's more to it than that. We're physically biologically connected so it shouldn't be that much of a surprise when the science bears that out that we do (laughs) well in nature when we spend time in nature and and it's actually a really positive thing for us on so many levels one of the things that i do so i'm sitting here in my office and my garden is literally 20 feet in any direction if i get up and out of my office And often what I will do during the day is I just stand up and I go out and stretch in the yard, you know, maybe do a little bit of standing yoga, but I walk through the yard in my bare feet. Really? Yeah. And there's another concept out there. You may or may not have heard of it. It's called earthing. No, I have never heard of that. Yeah. It's actually connecting our bodies with the earth. And so 
from from that perspective, I've known for years about going out in my yard. I have grass yeah. and walking in the grass in my bare feet. And it feels good. Yeah. And it, it makes you more present, right? Yeah. We're just in the place more when we're connected. And then we get that feeling of connection. And it reminds us we are actually biologically connected to the earth. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important for us because we think of ourselves as so separate, so much above it all, right? <laughs> the reality right. is right. we're not at all. You know, we, we, when we think about our food, it's directly sustaining life and it comes from the earth. Mm-hmm. And all of those molecules that we require you know, just to live, to exist, they come from nature. And they're part of the natural cycles. You know, when we think about nitrogen, and we think about how we need that, it's in our DNA, right? We need nitrogen. And yet we can't access the nitrogen that's in the atmosphere. It's not biologically available to us. We need those soil microbes to process it. So it goes into the food system. And then we can digest it and integrate it into our bodies. So we're really directly connected to the natural world in physical, biological, but also spiritual ways. And so I think that's a lovely thing to think about that the permaculture and gardening activities and urban farming is such an important act for ourselves in connecting us with nature. And so I was hoping that your listeners would think about it not just as a chore or something I'm doing that's good for the environment or good for my body, but it really is the foundation of life. And that's what we're doing here. We're, we shouldn't feel bad about spending time in the garden because it is a necessity for us to be in nature. And we really thrive when we are spending time in nature. So feel free to make it part of your daily routine and a part that you never allow to slip, you know, even if you have other demands and so on and indoor office work and just making sure to have it as part of your everyday and value the importance of, of what it brings to us all. Yeah. Well, I I noticed for myself as I'm aging, you know, I turned 60 years old this year and as I'm aging, I'm, I'm being called more outside. Interesting. You know, I've been gardening for, well, I've been gardening at this property for 32 years. I've been gardening since the seventies and over the course of the past 20 years, it's become more of a, my profession is teaching about Mm. it. And I'm feeling called to get back out in the garden more. Yes. And that is, you know, a lot of our jobs and mine too. I spend a lot of time at the desk, but I make sure to also be present when I'm outdoors and be mindful. And I enjoyed so much on my run last night. I saw four deer. Oh, no (laughs) way. Different occasions. Yeah. On my run in the, in the city here. So it was a really special moment that slowed me down <laughs> and took my eyes off of the pavement and got me into the moment. And I think that's what the gardening activities can do too, to remind us to be in the moment, to be present with nature and how really vital it is for us as human beings, beings of this earth. Amen to that. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Greg. It's been a delight. So tell everybody where they can find you and a little bit about your podcast. Thanks so much. Yes, I have a podcast. It's called Live Well Green, and it's all about an evidence-based approach to sustainable well-being. It's the intersection of where personal wellness meets environmental and community sustainability. 
and green living. So that's what we talk about. And I hope you join me there. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on my website, which is ChristinaHunterFlourishing.com. And that's Christina with a K. Awesome. And if you see pictures of her, you're going to see this great smile. You're always, you know, we've, we've had, this is our third interview together. And, uh, you know, when I get to see you, you're always smiling big. So love that about I'm, you. I'm loving this conversation with you right? always, Greg. It's wonderful. It's a delight. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Urban Farm Podcast. Remember to listen for tips, advice, and resources to help you on your journey with urban farming. You can find us on the web at urbanfarm.org or send us an email to podcast at urbanfarm.org. In the words of Vincent Van Gogh, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Be encouraged that with each lesson learned and skill developed, you are one step closer in the direction of your dreams. One of the first things that many of us learn when we start to garden is how to water and fertilize the soil. But there is an exception to this rule and it's called foliar feeding. You should foliar feed or water the leaves of your plant with liquid fertilizer when you want certain nutrients to be absorbed better. Not only are the leaves great at uptaking liquid fertilizer, if your soil isn't very good or your pH is off, foliar feeding can help your veggies and fruit trees quickly get the nutrients they need to thrive. If you're ready to start foliar feeding for maximum growth yields and quality, Head on over to urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves to see our selection of foliar feeding products. That's urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves.